It's raining, ma'am. Hello. Oh, I just got to the scene in Roanoke where she walks outside and it's raining teeth. I don't remember that. I don't like it. That seems like an everyday occurrence. Okay, <laughs> so. I don't like that. What is the big deal? We are live. It is raining like cats and dogs outside, so if you hear a little pitter-patter, that's what it is. That's the sound of rain in San Diego. Because I can hear it in my headphones right now. So, when it rains in San Diego, it comes down hard on you. It pours. It rains. So they say. Hard. And no one knows how to drive. Mm-mm. The Especially vir- virgins. I don't know why I Vir- Virgins. Dwive in virgins. <laughs> You're Nobody a virgin who drive. can't drive. Yeah. Cheers, bitch. Or just not in the rain. <laughs> I need to refill these marks. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, I I keep saying this and I'm going to stop myself. We have a doozy today. Oh, we have do a doozy we? Today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a real fucking happy we Hanukkah. Do. Happy holidays. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry Xmas. Praise Jesus' birth. This is basically a celebration, this episode, yeah. of Jesus and God, and Bethlehem, <laughs> and Lauren, and uh, Mary, Joseph, mm-hmm. James, Paul, Richard, Maxwell, <laughs> I don't know. Luke. <laughs> All the names. Yeah, we're basically just celebrating Christmas today, because mm-hmm. c- it's coming. This, this it's is what coming. this, this episodes are going to be all about. This week, we are doing Christmas. We're just, because Christmas is terrifying, so we're just yeah. going to talk about Christmas. Yes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but really, I don't want to give it away yet, what we're doing, but oh. I'm just going to say that I have been in a constant state of turmoil since I started researching this. Oh, yes, you I'm have. Like, I was like, I was like, in life? Did you, is this something you haven't told me? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. What, what was that quote today in that video? My life is a constant state of turbulence. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. That fucking little girl. I'm obsessed with She's her. So Shout funny. out. What is her name? What's uh, her name? Why oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my look God. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, her name I was think on the tip of my tongue, but it's it gone. Is it Ava Ryan? Ava Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. She's a YouTube too. It's so, so her mom's funny. Instagram. You guys all need to follow her mom's Instagram. It's Katie Ryan 430. And it's all of Ava's videos, like, and she'll post, like, throwbacks to, like, the really funny ones when she's, like, a baby and she's saying the funniest shit ever. Where does this kid come up with the stuff? I don't know. There's one where she's looking out the window and she says something about, like, she wants a burger. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. (laughs) And she just keeps saying it. And the mom wrote, that was in response to seeing the sunset. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. So That's what I'm going to say. Next time I go funny. on a romantic date, a sunset walk on the beach with I like my dream like man, beef. I'm going to be like, I smell I like beef. I smell like beef. Eat your candy, bitch. We have an array of snacks today. We got some white Lots chocolate. Lots of stuff. Lindor? Is it Lindor? Fuck yeah, it's Lindor. Or is it Lint? Oh, it's Lint. Same JK. thing, right? Um... White chocolate peppermint, those balls that just melt in your fucking mouth. Oh, I love so when balls good. melt in my mouth. Me too. Melty balls. Favorite. And then, of course, we have some sweet chili heat Doritos, because what is life without Doritos? Nothing. And then what else do we have? The sour. Mike sour Mike and eggs. We got an array. Mm-hmm. And our marks. Mm-hmm. By our side. The rain is coming down. Again, if you hear anything, it's the rain. And also, there's four dogs here. So if you hear anything else in the background, it's the four dogs. But they don't matter, so. As I was saying, I've been in a constant state of turmoil. My life is in a constant state of turbulence, as Ava Ryan says. Because two weeks ago when I came back from vacation, I watched the movie about what what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. 
and on the plane, and I fell asleep with the headphones in on the plane. I told you this, and I was oh, just like, yep. it was the weirdest that. in and out of sleep because I could hear this movie that's like fucked me up apparently, and then I'm like sleeping. It's like in a weird dream state. And then researching last night, I was scared to get out of my bed to go get more wine because <laughs> I'm in a dark house, and it was just scary. And I was like freaking out, and, and like all the lights were recently. Yes, and someone tried to break in recently, and be, and all the lights are were pretty much off except for my little like salt lamp beside my bed. So it's like this orange hue in the room, and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely gonna die. I'm gonna be killed. And then I watched the movie again last night because that was a good idea. Yeah, and then I Ooh, went to bed to and had dreams about men screaming. So that was cool. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a great <clears throat> part of me time. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a a fun little ride. Yeah. Also, we're how on Santa sleigh. We are on Santa sleigh. <laughs> and like when this comes out, it'll be Christmas, and that will be like two times, two times, two weeks ish. Wait, this is we technically see my favorite murder. This is my birthday episode. Oh, this is your birthday episode. Oh my fuck god, your birthday. Yeah, we're talking about Jesus's birthday. birthday. Well, Jesus, you know Jesus what? Came first. Two presents for one. Okay. Two presents for one. That's all oh, I have to well, say about happy that. Happy birthday, Brittany. Thank you. I didn't even think. Obviously, I'm just like not paying attention. It's okay. I didn't either. It's your birthday. It's my birthdays. Everyone, it. shout me out on Instagram yes. or else. Or else. Or else a fairy. Or else will lose we're just gonna keep giving you episodes wings. every week. I was gonna say tits, but I don't tits. know if fairies have tits. They do. Some of them, I Some would of them say, are they maybe do. boys though. Some so do. I can't. That's not fair. Whatever. We have a lot to cover here. We say that every time, but we really do have a lot. Like this, time. this is the Mac Daddy. This is the Mac of Daddy. Our episodes, I maybe. Know. Maybe. Would you say? I would say it's probably the most famous killer we've yes. done, and which is interesting because I everybody knows the story. Like, knows the tale, but, like, little bits and pieces. But when you really sit down, Brooklyn, enough. She's agreeing with you. But what, (laughs) thank you, honey. When you really sit down and you, like, start reading about it, and then, because there's a lot of details, like, in the movie that you miss. And then doing my research and then rewatching the movie, Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, like, like how, I mean, I don't want to say anything. Well, and they don't include everything in the movie either. Right. Because there's too much. There's too much, yeah. So, yeah, I feel the same way about a lot of these, um, Things that we cover too that are more more famous. It's like you know about them, but you don't remember like the nitty gritty details. Right. Yeah, and researching it, you're just like, well, that's really fucked. So up. So this like, this was a up. really extra fucked up one. Soup's fucked. So shall we? We shall do it. All right, let's do it. Here we go, guys. Wait, I'm Josh. Oh yeah, and I'm Brittany, <laughs> and you're listening to Murder, Murder and Marks. All right. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. We call this episode the Zodiac. Killer? Killer. The Zodiac. I was thinking that too. I was like, like, wait. I like just the Zodiac. Guys. The fucking Zodiac. The motherfucking Zodiac. That's what's going down right now. Buckle up your seatbelts. It's about to. (laughs) It's about to get cray. Yeah. Cray, cray, shot an egg. So. Put on your headphones, Ugh, hope you're yeah. on a long drive, do what you gotta do. And we're re- we're really going through this, like, pretty detailed. We have a lot of information, we're going through every single murder, people that 
were potentially kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is most definitely going to be a two-parter. Yeah, suspects, which there's a, an array. I think we have like 14. And a, a wide variety. A wide variety. And also, our theories, because that's the most fun part. Yeah. And then a bunch of other shit in there. Yep. Lots of good shit. So I guess I'm just going to Take sum, it away. I'm just going to sum it up. I'm just going to sum it up. It's For those a of real you, short summary. If you live under a rock... Um, Josh will go ahead and do a brief summary on the Zodiac Killer for you. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't live under a rock, well, you're going to listen to it anyway. Yes. It's very short. The Zodiac Killer, or Zodiac, was a serial killer who operated. <laughs> That's obviously I'm reading because I would never use the word <laughs> operated. <laughs> in Northern California from at least the late 1960s to the early 1970s. The killer's identity remains unknown to this day. The Zodiac murdered victims in Benicia... Vallejo, Lake Berryessa, and San Francisco between December 1968 and October 1969. And he's basically become the most famous, one of the most famous serial killers in history, right? In history. Ever. Like, not even just America. Well, the and world. especially because he's never been caught. And he is, he's either dead or on the loose. Yep, yep. What if he kills again? Wouldn't that be That'd dope? Be cool. One more time. <laughs> just one more just time. Just kill one more but time. But maybe like a, Zodiac. like he should kill like a piece of shit. Like I'm cool with that. I mean, yeah. Won't like, really I'd fit be, the MO, it but whatever. Fine. Kill fine. someone who doesn't matter. I just want your DNA. I need that shit in a database so For we can real, catch your ass. I okay. Know, I know, I know. We need that. We need it. Um. So when you're listening to this, this is actually going to be, whew, you got to do the math for me real quick on this one. So the the first murder took place um, December twentieth, nineteen sixty eight. So we'll be on the how many year anniversary of the beginning of the zodiac? Fifty year anniversary. For real? We did good. Wait, High really? Five. Yeah. Fifty year Annie? Unless my calculations are wrong. Twenty eighteen minus nineteen sixty what? Sixty eight. Fifty year anniversary. Holy shit! Oh, Even Brooklyn's incited. We did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously waited our whole lives for this to moment. To do the 50th anniversary the 50th of the Zodiac. Anniversary wow. Of the my Zodiac mind. I'm like killer. the emoji mind blown right blown? now. Like my head is your here. Di- but did your dick blow off? Yeah, that too. Okay. I can see A it A few times, your, actually. Your dick has come off and grown back and yep, come off yep. and grown back. Wonderful. So why don't we start... With the murders. Do you want to, should we do like a synopsis of the people? Does anyone live under a rock? Does anyone not know about the Zodiac? I mean. Well, you're about to find out, so just yeah. fucking listen. I mean. All right. The first confirmed victims that we have of the Zodiac were David Faraday, who was 17, and Betty Lou Jensen, who was 16. Um, this was on December 20th, 1968, as I mentioned, which was a Friday. Ooh. Um, and it occurred at approximately 11.15 p.m. This was a high school couple that ha- had attended a pre-Christmas concert at Vallejo's Hogan High uh, school place. And the attack happened in a gravel parking area along a remote Lake Herman Road on the eastern outskirts of Vallejo, California. So basically, they bounced from the dance. Yeah. And this was, like, one of those, like, lover's lane situations, I think, the kids would go to to, like, make out or bone or whatever. Ugh, I wish those still existed. Me too. You just fuck at home in your basement now. So I fun. know. I, my mom used to, like, if I had boys over, like, I had to keep the door open, though. Mm-hmm. 
Or like, I know parents that like take the door off. Yeah, my mom was never concerned when I had girls over because she's like, he ain't fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so method of attack. David Faraday was shot once in the head at point blank range and died within minutes. Betty Lou Jensen was shot five times in the back and killed instantly. The weapon was a 22 caliber semi-automatic pistol. Uh, the ammunition was Winchester Western Super X copper coated long rifle. I'm saying these things because but they come in what they mean. Uh, when we talk about suspects. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm saying them. Otherwise, I don't know what the fuck they mean. Um, there was no indication of robbery or sexual molestation, assault, nothing. Literally just like, I want to kill people. Here I go. Right. Um, while there were no witnesses, several vehicles were seen in the area just prior to, um, a local resident named Stella Borges discovering the crime scene. Okay. So she was the one that discovered the crime scene. And this was like, we could go so into detail on this, which I'm not going to, but there were many, um, not eyewitnesses of the attack, but of the, the vehicles. Okay. It's like many different people's um, uh, accounts of what happened right. that actually led to like one of the, the, it was like a farm person somewhere nearby that led to being a suspect, but his okay. story matched up with everyone else's story as okay. far as what he had seen. Yeah. Because basically a, um, they were parked in a car and a car drove up like parallel to them. Mm -hmm. You can like Google the photos and stuff and they're not very far apart. I'd say seven feet, seven feet, eight feet mm -hmm. apart. And so that, um, the people who, who saw this, like saw those two cars or saw the car come and park along the other car. Okay. So those were the eyewitnesses. And then before, obviously before they were shot, like those eyewitnesses had already left. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So no one witnessed the Maybe actual attack. Okay. okay. But um, Stella uh, was the one who discovered the actual crime scene okay. itself. Um, so according to the police report, the victims were apparently approached while occupying the, the guys, Faraday's station wagon. Mm -hmm. Shots were fired into the vehicle in an apparent effort to force them out of the vehicle. Um, Jensen, the female, exited the front passenger door first, followed by Faraday. Faraday was shot as he emerged from the car. And then Jensen was shot as she tried to flee on foot. Okay. So are we, are we following? Yes, I think so. We can could, we could see what's going on here. I'm visualizing it. Um, this was a first date for the two. And Jensen had actually never been um, allowed to date prior to this. So this was like legitimately her first date. Oh, honey. So sad. Um, I mean, you may as <sighs> Go out with the bang. Yes. Fucking finish it then because guess what, girlfriend? She, Dating is not fun. I hope she got an actual bang. Maybe just Fuck. like a finger or something, but like... Well, that's no fun. As well, first date, done. You don't have to worry about dating again. I know. True. Um, so yeah, this was obviously something that like shocked the community as this couldn't be explained in any way. Mm -hmm. Normally with these types of situations, it was you know, a robbery or a sexual assault, or there's something other than what this was. Right. And this was like the first in that area that they had seen. So, um, I think everyone was like very dumbfounded and they asked the family, obviously like, could it like, do you know anything that would make sense as why this happened? And everyone just like has no fucking clue. Right. So very random. Um, in the early 1990s. So this is kind of like a, 
this isn't a fact by any means, but this is like someone suspected that this could have been why this happened. Um, Not following the Zodiac theory, but this was a confirmed Zodiac killing, like as I mentioned in the beginning. Um, But in the early 1990s, a former um, Vallejo Police Department detective, John Lynch, said that the couple was killed because Faraday had learned of a major drug deal and had been talking openly about who was involved in it. Mm. Um, Other sources have speculated that the Zodiac was not responsible because no taunting letters or phone calls were received until months after the murders. The letters and everything else we will get to, but prior to this first murder happening that is confirmed by the Zodiac, um, none of these things happened. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're kind of like, well, it just doesn't fit the crime. (laughs) (laughs) The crime doesn't fit the crime. Yeah. Um, However, when the Zodiac finally took credit for the attack... He provided many details that were not known to the general public. So that's how we know that this is a Zodiac's confirmed killing. Right. Was we think, you know, right? Yeah. We can go into that a lot later. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So next up. Thank you, next. <laughs> Thank you, next. Wait, can we, did you see the music video for Thank You, Next? Yeah. And at the end, Chris Jenner goes, what did she say? Thank you, next, bitch. Bitch, Yeah. Okay, so she is killing me. She keeps posting, like, all this stuff about, thank you, next, bitch. And Kim um, posted an Instagram the other day. Did I not send this to you? No. Oh, I, I actually laughed out loud. Kim posted an Instagram and said, we're in a very serious meeting right now, like, with my mom. Like, it's, like, a very, like, in-depth thing. And we finished the meeting. And Chris goes, <laughs> thank you, next, bitch. <laughs> and she goes, she's taking this way too seriously. <laughs> It's like her starring role. Isn't that so funny? I love it. Super sidebar. So thank you next, bitch. On to the next next victim. Yes. Seven months after the first attack. Attacked? Attacked. Pardon me. Seven months after the first attack, Detective Ed Rust was on parole. (laughs) I I just want chips, and this is like hard. (laughs) You can't have them. I know. Detective Ed Rust was on patrol, pardon me, and he got a call around midnight about a po- about possible shots fired. And he arrives at the scene of the crime to see a body on the ground outside of the car. And inside of the car, Rust finds another victim. The two victims are Michael Majot, I could be saying that wrong, and Darlene Farron. Michael is 19, Darlene is 22. This was July 4th, 1969. They were in a parking lot of Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo County. And luckily, Michael survived the attack, uh, but Elizabeth, on her way to the hospital, she died in the ambulance. And less than an hour after this attack, the police receive a phone call of someone claiming to be the shooter. He says that he wants to report a murder. No, a double murder. And he describes the scene and describes the location. And then he also says, I also shot those two kids last year. Insinuating that he killed the victims that Brittany just spoke about. Uh And then he finishes with a tauntingly, this is a quote from the uh, person who answered the phone. What is that? The dispatcher? Dispatcher, yeah. And he's like, it was, he said, goodbye. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Like tauntingly. And it's such a so creepy. And then in the movie, The Zodiac, That's he terrible. goes, goodbye. And Lauren and I were both like, fuck! 
because we watched it last night. I just got it's the It's so creepy. And I'm like, that's probably how it was actually said. Like, because... What if he said it like Georgia and Karen? Goodbye now. Goodbye now. <laughs> just all happy. Oh, <laughs> just so fucking creepy. Yeah. So this is how Michael, one of the victims, describes the attack. Or describes the evening, rather. He says that Darlene picked him up at 1130. She needed to talk, and they went to the springs. They were there just a few minutes, and a car pulled up. The man had a flashlight, and he shines it into their eyes. He approached the car, and then the shot shooting began. He just almost was, like, blindly shooting, just fucking shot after shot after shot after shot. Mm-hmm. And then it says, this person just kept shooting. After shooting Darlene, the shooter walked away, then returned and shot Michael two more times, and then shot Darlene two more times. And at that point, Michael had crawled into the back seat, trying to take cover, trying to hide, and... Um, at some point, he crawls out of the car after the shooter, the Zodiac, had left, and he was laying on the ground beside the car when Detective Ed Rust came to the scene. And so, on the scene, there were 99 millimeter slugs found. Okay. Which, I guess, is just like the bullet casing, right? Yeah, I think so. And that's from a different gun than the, the first shooting, which is caliber. interesting. Well, if I was Zodiac, I would have gotten rid of that shit. Obviously. New gun every time, bitch. Serial killer rule number one. Don't shoot with the same gun. Get a new gun every time you want to kill. (laughs) Michael describes the shooter as a white man with brown hair, and there's literally no more details other than that. And, like, of course, how do you ask someone, like, what they can even remember at Mm -hmm. that point? It was pitch black. And he has experienced severe trauma, so I don't really know, like, how you would even give an accurate... Yeah, I don't even think you could. No. But, um, on to your story. Michael is the only, one and only, survivor of the Zodiac. Are you sure? Yes. No, that's not true. (laughs) What? No, no, there's another survivor. Of a confirmed Zodiac or a suspected Zodiac? No, confirmed. I read that he was the only one. Well, you're wrong. What the fuck? So I think maybe when you talk about your murders, your next one, there might be a survivor from that one. Um, okay. Brittany, <laughs> get it together. We're supposed to be investigative oh, specialists I here. know, Hello. but even something I, like, saw after the fact. Like, maybe he's the only this. one that's still alive now. M- maybe. <laughs> your face. <laughs> hmm. Like, because that guy is still alive now. Just to spoil everything. Michael. Yeah. He's he's a um oh, well, attorney. Good. I'm glad you live. He's an attorney in uh, California. Love it. Get yeah. on with your bad self, Michael. Yeah. So moving on. Forget what I said. We'll get there oh, yeah. later. For, pretend that never happened. For everything we've said before this doesn't matter. <laughs> so at oh. this point, this is when a letter from the Zodiac is received. This is the first letter. Unless I'm lying, like Brittany lied, because of many I think letters. I might be making this up. Yeah, of many, many letters. And Robert Graysmith, who's a cartoonist at the paper in San Francisco, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal in the Zodiac film, uh-huh. if you've seen it. He, uh, he's the one that wrote, like, basically the most famous book on the Zodiac okay. killer. And he was involved in the investigation. He's obsessed with it. And he happened to be friends with the reporters and in the briefing room when these letters were received. So that's kind of how he got involved in the whole situation. So the letter that was received from the Zodiac, it's eight lines long. 
and each line contains 17 symbols. And majority- It's like the cryptography. Yeah, it's like, and it's, it's like, unlike anything any, I don't know, decipherer has ever seen before, it's very, symbols from all different kinds of alphabets, all different kinds yeah. of symbol alphabets, I don't know what they're really it's called. Like it's like a saw, like, would you like to play a game? Yeah, it's like, you're gonna have to sit down and figure this shit out. And that's exactly what he wanted. Yeah. So a high school teacher sat down with his wife Mm -hmm. and they said that they were going to unlock the key and they wanted to just figure it out. Because this was printed in the newspaper. Yes. Did I leave that out? Yes. (laughs) Oopsie daisy. (laughs) So the Zodiac letter, which you probably have what it says or like a little summary of it, um, was printed in the paper. And why why don't you read it? Why don't you let us know what it says? Let me just find it really quick. Because this, I'm just going to keep talking and not Um, know what I'm saying. So he sent... I think it's like up to 30 something letters total, right? Yeah. Like across, like that they think are from him, what have you. Um, but there was only four letters that included cryptograms. Okay. So, or ciphers. Right. And so this is the first one that included the cipher and the first of his letters. Um, and of all of the cryptograms that were sent, the one that you were talking about is the only one that has definitely been solved. Right. Is what I read. Yes. Um, yeah, the other three haven't been solved at all. Yes, they have not. Yeah. I mean, people obviously, like... People try. ...go on the dark web. Like, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of different theories. Yeah. So, it was on um, August 8th, 1969. And as you mentioned, it was Donald and Betty Hardin of Salinas, California. They were the ones to crack this... The first 408-symbol cryptogram. It contained a misspelled message in which the killer said he was collecting slaves for the afterlife. And I will, I will read it. Um, no names appear to be decoded in text. And the killer said he would not give away his identity because it would slow down or stop his slave collection. Oh. So I'll read to you what the first cracked code was. Ooh, so exciting. <laughs> and, um, it's funny cause I was reading it and I was like, well, that's not spelled right. And that's not spelled right. Well, what the fuck kind of website right. is this? Well, that's how it was. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Misspellings. Yeah, it's a lot of misspellings. But what's interesting is that they had so many people working on this, Mm -hmm. trying to decode it, and just your average day person who happens to love puzzles sat down with his wife and like figured it out. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like sometimes it doesn't take a genius. So it says, "I like killing people because it's so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because." Man is the most dangerous animal, and those are spelled really weirdly, of all to kill. Um, Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. And by the way, there's no punctuation in this, so I'm having a hard time reading (laughs) it. Because it's just like, oh my god, why can't I think of it? Like a run-on sentence. A run-on sentence. (laughs) Um, Getting your rocks off with a girl is the best part of it. Is this when I die? I will be reborn in paradise. And there have killed. It's hard because a lot of this stuff's like very misspelled. There have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. And then there is the final 18 letters have not been determined. And it's like, hashabada, I literally was like, E B B R T P P P. That's what it says. That's beautiful. And it was like an 18 letter, not word. Was it signed or anything? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's. So I think he signed it with the circle it just, and the, um, in and that the cross. cross through yeah. it. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, while I was driving home today here, there was a truck that had the Zodiac symbol on the back of it. And I was like, what a coincidence. What? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Um, I feel like when I'm going, what, at you? What? I can't, I feel like my Botox is working because I, like, feel like I can't make the face very well. I love it. I don't want to know if you're surprised or not, okay? But, like, it's only day two, like, three, so we're not supposed to feel it. Well, a little bit. But you do, though. Yeah. I'm lying start, that it's... feel it start to set in, yeah. you know? It's but a, I it's fucking like it. It's a beautiful thing. I feel like thing. my face is working overtime and it can't do what no. it needs to do. No, let it rest. But You're I like it. it let it rest. Okay. <laughs> Back to the cypher. What I found really interesting, I would love to meet these people and, like, just know how they mm-hmm. sat down and tried to figure it out. But when it's explained in, like, different documentaries and the film, it's actually kind of, like pretty basic because you know he's going to say the word kill so they look for two letters oh that or two like symbols right L. that would be the two symbols side by side yeah and then you know somewhere he's most likely going to start it with like i or he, somewhere he will say i and so you almost already you figured out those two letters which means you figured out the k and then you just start to build on that right yeah that's so interesting just go letter by letter or just a word. But then I'm also like, when I read this, I was like, okay, how do you confirm that it's been confirmed? Yeah. How yeah. do you, how, how who yeah. does that? They must Because you know him? Like, how, right. how else do you confirm it? Anyways, yeah. I can go into a whole other thing about that, but like, I'd really like to know how they can say that it's a confirmed, that they've decoded it. I don't know. Because who fucking I mean, knows? Must, People, you can I, make things out of... It would out there if it wasn't, but... True, but if someone's really smart, they could have it if they're very very intelligent you could probably crypto whatever or something yeah in a way to make it look like something but it's not yeah i mean it could not even be anything right it could not be anything Fuck knows so shall we go Anyways. on to attack number three yes attack number three um brian hartnell who's 20 and cecilia shepherd 22 mm-hmm. little coog little coog there she is a little coog <laughs> I um, like it. Get on with your pants off. Girls I saw back that. Then, I all like, these girls are yeah. older. Yeah. That young dick. Um, time of attack was approximately 6.15 p.m. on September 27th, 1969, which was a Saturday. Oh, my goodness. The Zodiac Six really likes to fuck up people's weekend plans. Seriously. Clearly. They're just trying to fuck. Come on. Um, the place of attack was um, the shoreline of Lake Berryessa near Napa, California. Mm-hmm. So the method of attack... Um, Cecilia Shepard was stabbed 10 times, five in the front and five in the back. Brian Hartnell was stabbed six times in the back. The knife had a wooden handle and a blade approximately 10 to 12 inches long. Why? So long. So long. Um, interesting, no gun involved, right? Just knife. Yeah, he didn't shoot them. No. There was no indication of robbery or sexual assault. Same with the... prior mm-hmm. to and um for this case there was no witnesses at all right yeah they um, were pretty much in the middle of nowhere yeah and yeah, yeah. well and napa is still kind of in the middle of nowhere but it's way more populated now right than it, was it wasn't then, like a, a like um what, a lover's country. lane where other people are hanging out yeah or whatever yeah so according to the police report the couple were, were relaxing on a blanket at a very remote location by the lake lover's lane situation 100 yeah. percent they just wanted to get their fuck on. 
Um, Shepard noticed um, a man approaching them wearing an unusual costume and holding a gun. He appeared to be more than six feet tall with a heavy build. This was the survivor I was talking about. I didn't know the first, the second people guy lived. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. But maybe he's not alive now? I don't know. Or did he die shortly after? He lived to tell what happened. Because I thought everything I read was like, no, this is because it's a very like detailed description of the attack. I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. Episode two, part two. Okay. So the attacker appeared to be more than six foot tall with a very heavy build. The man claimed he was a prison escapee from either Montana or Colorado and needed money and a car to flee to Mexico. So this is all um, Hartnell's like, um, uh, like this is what what he remembers from from the whole mm-hmm. situation. So he, the man, the Hartnell, offered his wallet and car keys, which were never taken. After several minutes of conversation, the man tied the couple with plastic clothesline and began began stabbing them. Hartnell was attacked first, then Shepard, the female. Um, a nearby fisherman heard the couple screaming and alerted park rangers. By the time help had arrived, Shepard and Hartnell had managed to untie their restraints, um, and it took nearly an hour for an ambulance to arrive, at which time both victims were in critical condition, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, just over an hour after the attack, the Napa Police Department received a call from a man claiming responsibility for the stabbing. The call was quickly traced to a phone booth in downtown Napa, and fingerprints were later recovered. Meanwhile, Napa County Sheriff's Department deputies were responding to the crime scene. Okay, real quick on the phone booth, though. Yeah. I found this really cool in the documentary I was watching. They literally sent their patrols out to look for a phone that was off the hook. A pay phone that's off the hook. Because I guess the Zodiac, he didn't hang up. He just dropped it and walked away or whatever. Because it doesn't click. It just goes to, like, that dead tone. Remember back when we had, like, house phones and shit? See, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) And so I forgot they, it does the dead tone. Yeah, they just dro- drove around looking That's for so a phone that was off the hook, and somehow they found one, and they got that fingerprint. That's crazy. Which is, it's also a little bit creepy. Like, you're just looking for this fucking phone where that bitch was just That's at. That's crazy. But bitch. Um, so, the Napa County Sheriff's Department deputies found that the attacker had written a message on the victim's car door. I hate it. Chills. The message included... That was lightning. Did you just see it? No. Yeah. I'm scared. (laughs) It's lightning or... Or we're being murdered. Yeah. (laughs) One or the other. Um, The message included dates of the Faraday Jensen and Farin and Maju. Majo. Majo. Yeah, I think. Which we referenced. They were the first two attacks. Yeah. He... The message included the dates of those attacks. Yeah. And was signed with the cross circle symbol, as you had mentioned Mm -hmm. as well. Tire tracks indicated the killer had parked behind the victim's car. Um, Size 10.5 wing walker shoe prints were recovered from the scene, indicating a suspect weighing more than at least 210 pounds. I don't know where the fuck they get that from. Because really, like, your foot size doesn't necessarily correlate to your weight. No, but the pressure in the dirt, oh. the depth of the footprint, and... You're right, you're right. There's you're right. a fucking science. I'm, yes, you're, you are correct. I'm always right. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that weirdly, and I should have just said it. Detectives later located three young women who had noticed a strange man in the general area just a couple hours before the attack happened. Shepard, the female, unfortunately died within 48 hours of the stabbing. 
and um, Hartnell recovered from his wounds and is now an attorney in Southern California. Work, bitch. So no, I think when that, I said the guy who survived earlier was this, this is this guy. This this guy's an attorney. The other guy's not an yeah, attorney. Yeah, he's not an attorney. I don't know anything about that guy. Well, shit. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> while uh, Brian Hartnell gave many interviews in the first few years after the attack, he is no longer discussing the case with the news or the media. Um, many suspects were scrutinized, including serial killer Ted Bundy. Like, during this time, because it had been a few. So people are kind of being like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Um, a February 1989 comparison of fingerprints, unfortunately, helped clear Bundy of okay. this crime. Right. Okay, well, before we go on, we need to talk about the goddamn outfit that the motherfucker was wearing. Because this is the third attack, right? Yeah. The first two attacks, he wasn't wearing a costume. He was he wearing clothes. He, he, he was naked. <laughs> he was dressed like a normal... Person, which is how, um, no, it's wrong what I was saying. The first, yes, the first two attacks <laughs> cut the, oh, he was dressed like a normal person, right? Okay. He had his gun, he had his whatever. His weird boots. he didn't have a fucking mask on. The third killing at the, what you were just talking yeah. about, at the, is it a lake? Lake. There he is. has a executioner's hood on. A black executioner's hood. It's embroidered with the zodiac symbol as Brittany. That's literally what it looks like. Brittany just put her hood up and I'm shitting my We bed. might need to turn the lights on. Why? Are I'm you scared? scared? That's great. What's well, thundering and lightning? You guys, the Too thunder is going. It. The lightning is thunder. going. He the thunder. Uh, uh, uh. So lightning it's actually super fucking creepy because I'm. Tonight I might not be able to sleep. But the fact that, that he decided to put on all black, he wore these different boots which there were no, none of those boot prints at the other scenes, he embroidered the Zodiac symbol into into the front He's of his hood. He's getting into the character. Like, it's like, that's like from a movie. That's not okay. fucking normal. You, I did not read that, and you saying that, I will get into this later, but I, I have some things to say about that. Okay. <laughs> Can we close? I'm gonna, I want to close that. Why? Because you feel like someone's watching from outside? That's how I feel every <sighs> single evening when I'm sitting here. Thank you. Well, but I also want to see the thunder and the lightning. Just leave it. We're fine. It's adding to the spooktacularness. All right, well, if I see if anybody, no, something. No, the or... dogs will bark if anybody walks on the sidewalk. Unless they know them. No. Shut. Is, do you have anything else to say about those? No. Those two? Poor little gems. All right. Well, I have one thing to say. Okay. So, I got my <laughs> lashes done last oh. night. Shout out Lash Nap San Diego. Mm -hmm, it's downtown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My girl Iris is the shit. Iris and is I so good. didn't even mean to talk about this to shout her out, but I'm going to anyways. Um, I was talking with her last night saying that we're going to be doing the Zodiac. And she said that, she told me that her, we had a long conversation about it. Her, I believe it, she said it was her mom's, one of her best friends is friends with Brian Hartnell. Oh, fuck. And grew up with him and like worked with him also. Crazy. Who, that's why I was saying I thought he was the only survivor. Because that's what she said, too. You know, I'm going to have to find out what happened to my, to Michael Majot. Yeah, I thought they all died. I thought they were the only survivor. I have it written that he survived, so. Because, oh, also, in the movie Zodiac, yeah. the director, David Fincher, I think his name is, okay. the director said that he only wanted, he only depicted murders where there was a survivor. Because all the murders, or a survivor or a witness. So the first murders, 
aren't in the Zodiac film because there was nobody to actually relay what happened right. specifically. Yeah, nobody. The second murders and the third murder and the fourth murder are because there was witnesses and or a survivor. So okay. Michael Majot survived. Yeah. And then Brian survived. Uh-huh. And then in this next one, there was a witness. Okay. So. Can I get a witness? Hey! Is that it? Moving on? Yes. Okay. Moving on to the... Uh. Moving on to the fourth... <laughs> oh, the fourth Zodiac, Merdell. Merdell. <clears throat> October 11th, 1969. A cab driver named Paul Lee Stein picks up a person, <laughs> a man, okay. at the St. Francis Hotel. This man directs him to stop at, at, at the corner of these two streets and... He decides to have him pull a little bit ahead of the original destination. He just directs him a little to the side because either there was too much light or too many people or whatever. And that is where Paulie Stein is shot in the head. This is all witnessed by a teenage girl who happens to look out of the window and sees a man get out of the back seat of the cab. He goes to the front seat of the cab. He starts wiping it down. He's doing something, rummaging around the front seat. And then this man starts to walk towards the park area and he disappears into the night. And this is when, I believe it's the girl's brother, um, it's either the girl's brother or the girl, calls the police and the police are dispatched. Are you okay over there? Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? Okay. I'm back in the game. Jesus. Did you hear any of that? Yeah, I did. Do you need me to restate it? No. Do you need me to say it again? No. I was just, I was talking about the Zodiac. Because I wasn't going to anyway. Okay. So, I was trying to find a scared gif, scared. and I was like, there were a, a lot of like really good ones. I didn't know which one to pick. Oh my god. That's the, all. The real world struggles, <laughs> right? Fuck. Do you want to see which one I chose? Sure. Why okay. don't you show Great. me? Great. <laughs> I chose this one. Oh, it's, so, it's so spooky. <laughs> it was, uh, Zara and Jill are like, I love thunderstorms. I was like, yeah, I love thunderstorms too if I wasn't recording the fucking Zodiac right, right now. <laughs> we're gonna get killed. Yeah. So... So this man, he walks into, I wrote it down. I want to say Presidio Park, but that's probably wrong. Da-da-da-da-da, girl calls the police, he walks into the park. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Armana Palacetti responds to the call and is dispatched to the scene of the crime. Uh, I believe it's Palacetti. Palacetti! I don't know. I just like pasta. Okay. And it sounds like a pasta. (laughs) Sure. It's, it's, It's pasta. That's why we're friends with Lauren. Yes, Fettuccine Alfredo Gambaccini. And he says there's a lot of blood and the cabbie's eyes were open, which is never a good sign. You know, they're immediately dead. Dead right? so. so. There's blood everywhere. Nothing was stolen. There was money. There, it was, the fare was like eight something is how he had just started, I believe, his yeah. shift. Eight dollars in the cab. It wasn't stolen. His wallet he, wasn't stolen. He wasn't raped. He was not raped. He was just shot in the head and done and done. Okay. So, the teenage girl who happened to look out the window describes the shooter as a white man with a crew cut about 5'10", and a patrol unit happens to come across a man that that fits the description. But this is before the description of the shooter was dispatched. So, at this point in time, for some reason, everyone was looking for a black man, which isn't shocking because everyone's a racist bitch back then. of course. So, they're all looking for, like, this singular black man who they think is the shooter, but... The patrol unit happens to come across a man around 5'10 with a crew cut 
And they asked him if he saw anything suspicious, and he said, yes, I saw a man running into the forest, and they let the white man go, and they go after whomever, apparently, went into the forest. There was no blood on his clothing or his hands, although it's nighttime, so... It was a very bloody scene, but at the same time, it's not like he was rubbing around in the blood. We'll find out what he was doing later. Two things. You know what they say. Stay out of the forest. Stay out of the forest. Two. MFM. Does the 510 crew cut white man fit the description of the previously seen killer? They said he was a very heavy set, at least 210. Big, 210? 210 pounds. Oh, I was like, 2 foot 10? No, two, but they what? said he was like over 6 foot 210. Yeah. Uh, 210 yeah. pounds. That so there could immediately be, to the me, thing I'm like, is, oh. This is also a girl looking from her window outside, right? Like how... Yeah. You know, so she... I, I, if I saw someone right now, I'd be like, I don't know how fucking tall you are. Yeah, like, I, I don't wouldn't know. know either. So they let this man go. And as I said, there's no blood on his clothing. But they believe that this was the Zodiac killer. That the two policemen came into contact with the Zodiac killer before they knew who they were actually looking for. I think that bitch was crazy and she just saw a random person outside of her window and was like, that guy. Why? Because it doesn't fit the description of what the actual like person who was attacked said he was. Just wait. Or the boot. Okay. Okay, fine. Wait. I like to argue. Do you not know anything about this murder? I know. I didn't look into them. Oh, I love it. Okay, because it's 100%. So just so our listeners know, when we we know about everything else together, when we actually did the research, we split up the attacks. So I actually didn't look at any of your attacks. I love it. I don't know shit about that. The only reason I know about yours is because I watched the movie 500 fucking times. Yeah, and I haven't seen it in a minute. So again, 9mm slugs were found. There were fingerprints found smudged in blood. And three days later, another letter is sent to the Chronicle, the uh, San Francisco newspaper. Mm-hmm. And the return address has the Zodiac symbol. Mm, of course it does. Beyond creepy. He starts his letter with, this is the Zodiac speaking, which is such a famous phrase. Yeah. Now. Like there's a documentary, a book, everything. This is the Zodiac speaking. Fucking creeps me out. He describes the murder scene of the cabbie. And attached is a piece of the cabbie's shirt. Okay, yes. Paul Stein. Yes. And it matches his blood. It matches the shirt. Everything. He literally cut out a square, mailed it, and they had to open this fucking letter. And it was a bloody Like, clothes. imagine that? No, it's crazy. That is absolutely fucking fucked up. And they confirmed it was the blood of yeah. Paul Stein. Yeah, it's 100% Catherine. his. So... I mean, they didn't really have much DNA back then, like yeah. DNA science, but it matched. There's a square cut out of a murdered person's shirt. Right. And you find the square in the mail yeah. from the Zodiac and it fits. I the do shirt. always wonder, like, all this shit would have gone down now. It actually wouldn't have gone down because right. that's why we don't have serial killers. But I was also thinking. That's why we have cool that school what if, shooters. They're what if, fucking pussies. What if it wasn't the Zodiac? But it, they were just pretending to be because they wanted to blame it on someone else so nobody would come for them. I could right? like, go into a whole thing any about of these, that. Any, any of these murders could have been that. Yeah. So in this letter, he says, the San Francisco police could have caught me last night if they had searched the park properly. He says he's planning on shooting uh, shooting up... Oh, fuck. He's planning on basically shooting up the tires of a school bus... And then shooting the children as they come bouncing out. He attaches diagrams of bombs. And it's these 
diagrams are like looked at by specialists and it's mm-hmm. like legit fucking diagrams of bombs and explosives and things that could actually work and by this time the zodiac is like a huge headline he's super fucking famous and this is exactly what he wants they keep publishing That's his letters all he wants keep publishing his um ciphers right yeah but cryptography cryptography or ciphers it's bizarre to me that they are just the letters even the written letters they're publishing it's like you're just giving him what he wants, but at the same time, it's like maybe someone will see the handwriting, maybe someone will well, this make is sense of it. I very similar, know. which again, we will get into in the second episode, but this is a very similar MO to the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, because mm-hmm. he also wrote to the newspapers and the police department and would threaten them yeah. to put his letters in print because he wanted that but he was doing it for more like political reasons yeah um yeah very different motivation different motivation very similar (laughs) no he doesn't even have motivation and um they that's how he was caught especially by someone it was a cryptographer within the fbi that or no his brother saw his um his writing writing. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 which makes sense but we, again, we can get, we're going to get oh, yeah. to that later. So what about the suspected victims? Because there's some that aren't 100% confirmed. Yes. But there are some victims. It is lightning like a motherfucker. Right, because we're getting heated. Zodiac oh, is coming. Wow. He's going to get us. Imagine, what if we turn around and there's a flash of lightning and the Zodiac is I outside the I kind of want you to change door. place with me because I don't want to keep looking at this I open can, window. <laughs> I, can see, I can see in the mirror. Okay. Oh, so yeah, you're fine. right. You're fine. Okay. I like, so, I like when you're scared. Suspected victims. Let's do it. We have Robert Domingos, who is 18, and Linda Edwards, 17. Okay. This occurred on June 4th, 1963, which was a Tuesday. So he wasn't fucking up people's weekend that time. He was not. No, 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 he was like, see you next Tuesday, literally. See you next Tuesday. Or actually, don't see you next Tuesday. No, no. Anyways. um, (laughs) Time of attack. um, It was like a late afternoon situation, so it wasn't like an evening thing. And the place of attack was a remote um, beach south of uh, Gaviota in Santa Barbara. So what happened was Robert Domingos was shot 11 times. His fiance, he, he was engaged to Linda Edwards at the time. That's so young. Um, yeah. His fiance, Linda Edwards, was shot nine times. The weapon was a 22 caliber semi-automatic, probably a rifle, and the ammunition was Winchester Western Super X copper coated long rifle. <laughs> Such long. So this is the exact same thing as yeah. the first killing, yeah. like to a T. What I explained, and that's what, the only reason I said it because I don't know what the fuck that is. Still, something, something, something. I yeah. knew it sounded familiar. Yeah. There was no indication of robbery or sexual molestation. There was also no witnesses. Due to the remote location of the crime scene, the bodies weren't found until the following evening. So, like, they probably went missing, put a search, what out, whatever out for them, and um, so they weren't found for, like, a little bit, which is awful. Just so everyone's aware, I just got a flash flood warning on my phone, so if we go down, <laughs> you're coming with us! Oh my god, it floods so bad here when it rains, it's crazy. I think it's hilarious, though. Like, it does in San it Diego, because bad. we did not build the city for rain, no. for drainage, for whatever, Nothing. but I think it's really funny, because that... Flooding, like, okay, how do I put this? When it's really cold here, yeah, and people in San Diego aren't used to the cold, cold, they freak the fuck out. 
When there's a little bit of rain, they freak the fuck yeah. out. When there's a little bit of flooding, they freak the fuck out. Come to Canada. Let me tell you about flooding. flooding. Let me tell you about cold. Let me tell you about snow. I, I feel like, you. And so for me, I'm just like, you guys are nuts. Well, like, okay, those, like the flash little... flood like warnings and stuff, those are total bullshit. But I will say that I was living in PB at the time, and I think there was two seasons where you had like gnarly rain, and it flooded to the point where people were kayaking down the street. That would be so fun. And there are photos of it. I want to do that. Also, do it right now. Um, what, where we went to see the psychic yeah. down in Ocean Beach, yeah. um, the restaurant that we ate at, there is a parking garage. The entire garage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flooded. Yeah, there's no drainage. No, like, and it, all the cars were like, like literally yeah. like underwater. No, I, I do remember that. I get um, that it gets bad. But. but it was in Ocean Beach, actually, that there's like a ton of photos of people kayaking down their street because it That's flooded hilarious. so badly. Okay, so the details behind whatever happened here um the victims were students at a nearby uh, lompoc high school and were participating in senior ditch day did oh, you guys do that in canada we did but i never did okay, it we, i was too scared to get in trouble oh we <laughs> definitely did that at ours i think it was like bigger like with like the older kids and yeah. i specifically remember i think it was senior ditch day when i was a freshman the senior like guys were like so cool put like the night before put fish so we had a quad that everyone hung out like mm-hmm. at or whatever yeah. and it was all like there was like bushes and stuff surrounding like the quad and they put fish in the fucking bushes surrounding oh the quad oh my god so it's not terrible shit the next day <sighs> oh my god and they didn't have to be there isn't that I funny I love it I kind of like that's it that's funny yeah um so which is if you don't know what senior ditch day is use your imagination it's when the seniors ditch the day they ditch school and it's <laughs> like a planned day that they just don't show up to school yeah um so this couple, instead of celebrating with classmates at another location, um, decided to be alone Nasty. on an isolated stretch of beach. Um, what it looks like is that the killer approached them while they were sunbathing, because I said it was in the later afternoon, um, as Edwards was forced to blind Domingos at gunpoint with lengths of narrow rope that were assumed to be pre-cut lengths of rope also, which is similar to one of the prior um, attacks. Both victims attempted to flee and were shot numerous times. The circumstances of the shooting suggested the killer had some level of expertise with firearms. The bodies were dragged approximately 30 feet to an empty shack, um, occasionally occupied by transients. Edwards was placed face, face up on top of Domingo's and... Um, the top of her bathing suit was cut open with a sharp instrument, probably a knife, which exposed her boobies. The killer then attempted to set fire to the shack with wooden matches, but to no avail. So very similar to the other killings, right? but not totally. Yeah. Um, I think kind of more extreme, isn't it? It's way more extreme. And like the sexual aspect of it's a little bit aggressive and like them him trying to actually like um take care of the bodies yeah maybe he realized that like that's not what i like that's not what i'm into because maybe that was his first kill right or it was a copycat or it was a copycat well it was before that was before any murders happened that was in 63 right yes so in my mind i'm just like that was the first time maybe the zodiac 63 struck and 
he realized, like, it's not a sexual thing. It's not da-da-da-da-da. He just wants to kill and make them scared. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the rest were. Were like. Yeah. So, the similarities, obviously, between this attack um, and the Lake Berryessa attack that I talked about are extremely similar in a lot of areas. Um, and like I mentioned, the ammunition that was used to kill Dominguez and Edwards was the exact same kind that the Zodiac used at the Lake Herman Road attack in 1968. Um, so in 1972, the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department issued a press release in an attempt to conclusively link Zodiac to the Dominguez Edwards killings. Um, this potential involvement of the Zodiac received extensive coverage in the news media, as you can fucking imagine. The conclusion of this is basically that this has the Zodiac's fingerprints all over it, but again, like you said, it does, but it doesn't. Right. I, I, I can see both sides to it, I guess. All right, so next we have another suspected victim, mm-hmm. Sherry Jo Chewing, don't worry Bates. about me. <laughs> <laughs> that ring is coming down. Flash flood warning. Flash flood warning. In effect, motherfuckers. Oh, grr. All right, so next up we have the murder of Sherry Jo Bates. I am going to read... Oh, you're eating chips still. This is the second time I tried to start this. I wanted them so bad. <laughs> I know, they're so good. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank you, next. Are you done? Are you sure? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, like, buzzed. Me too, but I think it like it feels funny because of the Botox. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> well, I was like, I feel like head drunk. Head drunk. Like up here, like a yeah. little buzz, but also my forehead feels funny. What if it's setting in? It's setting in. It's setting in. It's setting in. <laughs> <laughs> what if alcohol like makes it metabolize quicker, and that's why we have to what keep if getting it, does? it done? Because doesn't alcohol thin your blood, or is that a lie? No, it does. So we should stop drinking. Like, Never happening. I didn't think about that because they say don't take blood thinners. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been two days. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. I can feel it already. It's it's working. All right, y'all. So next up, we have another (laughs) suspected victim. I am literally going to read from Wikipedia because I had something written out, but this is like way better. So this is the murder of Sherry Jo Bates, and it is currently an unsolved murder that occurred in Riverside, California on October 30th. 1966. 66. In which a 18-year-old college freshman was stabbed and slashed to death on the grounds of the Riverside City College, and apparently she was almost decapitated. Having been lured from her vehicle by her murderer, who had disabled the ignition coil, the ignition coil wire and distributor. I'm going to need you to check my car before we Right? I'm like, I don't know what that means. Great. (laughs) Uh, So, basically, the murderer (laughs) fucked with Oh, Sherry. Brittany's making a mess. I almost just spilled my whole jug of water. The big bottle coat jug you? onto Richie. Let's see, onto oh. Richie. So, her car was all kinds of fucked with, right? And it was a Volkswagen Beetle. Cute. Well, that's why. Right. Did it have flowers in it or no? Probably. So, as this, that was used as a method to lure her from her car and. Or, sorry, to lure her from her car as she studied in the college library. So she was probably going back to her car mm-hmm. and it was all kinds of messed up. So the murder itself remains one of Riverside's most infamous cold cases and has been described by some locals as a murder which, and I quote, stripped Riverside of its innocence. And 
Isn't Riverside one of the drug capitals? Right, probably now. So, like, what innocence do you have, Riverside? So the possible connection to the Zodiac only appeared four years after the murder when San Francisco Chronicle reporter Paul Avery, who's the reporter that was basically covering the whole Zodiac thing, received a tip that regarded similarities between the Zodiac killings and the circumstances surrounding Bates' death. Hmm. Now let's talk about the potential link to the Zodiac. Hmm. So it's it's been hypothesized that Sherry Jo Bates may have been an early victim, perhaps the first victim, of an unidentified serial killer active in Northern California from the late 1960s to the early 1970s known as the Zodiac. Uh, Golden State Killer. Or the Golden State Killer. Mm. We may never know... One of the potential clues supporting this theory was the discovery of a set of lowercase initials inscribed below a macabre poem scratched into a desk at Riverside Community Mm -hmm. College. This poem was discovered by a custodian six months after Sherry Jo's murder and contains graphic references to repeated assaults upon young women with a bladed weapon. The desk in question was in the college storage area at the time the poem was discovered. Although the custodian informed police the desk had been on the library floor at the time of Sherry Joe's murder. Police photographed the inscription and added this piece of circumstantial evidence to the case file. Furthermore, the fact the perpetrator subsequently sent correspondence to the police and press, including details of the murder withheld from the public, is reminiscent of the Zodiac Killer. So I guess whoever killed Sherry Joe was doing exactly what the Zodiac did. Right. In addition... Riverside police have also noted similarities between Sherry Joe's slaying and the general modus operandi, also known as the M.O. if you're, like, hip to it, of a <laughs> fatal attack upon a young couple committed at Lake Berryessa in September 1969, an attack that was uh, linked or was committed by the Zodiac. So I have the actual um, thing that oh, was... poem? Yeah. Read that was written it. into the, the desk. It's cut, clean. If red, clean. Blood spurting, dripping, spilling all over her new dress. Oh well, it was red anyways. Life draining into an uncertain death. She won't, and then in parentheses, smudge, die. This time, someone will find her. Just wait next time. Perfect time for that thunder. Gross. I hate it. <laughs> so scary. Ah. I, I don't I don't like this. I know. It's wonderful. Alright, so let's talk about Paul Avery a little bit in terms of Sherry Joe's murder. In November 1970, Avery received a letter from an anonymous source informing him of the similarities between the murders committed by the Zodiac Killer and the murder of Sherry Joe Bates four years previously. The letter urged Avery to investigate the similarities in greater detail. Although Riverside police remained unconvinced of his conclusions, both Avery and a handwriting expert named Sherwood Morrill, I might be saying that wrong, stated on November 16th that the handwriting scratched in the desk at the Riverside Community College and the letters sent to the Press Enterprise and the victim's father in 1967 were unquestionably written by the same individual who had later written the Zodiac letters. Okay, so they confirmed between the... The handwriting on the desk. Okay. The handwriting, the letters that the person sent to the newspaper saying about Sherry Joe's murder mm-hmm. and the Zodiac all match. Okay. Da fuck. Interesting. You look confused. I'm perplexed. Are you? 
Yeah, I have a lot of deep thoughts going okay. on right now. Take a breath. Do you have any more suspected victims? I do. Victims? I have um, Donna Lass. Oh, yeah, Donna. She is technically a missing person, but a suspected Zodiac victim. She was last seen September 6th, 1970, Saturday. That was a Saturday. And was last seen at approximately 2 a.m. This occurred in Sahara Tahoe, which was in South Lake Tahoe, California. Mm -hmm. Circumstances of the disappearance were... That Lass, um, age 25 at the time, she worked as a nurse at the Sahara um, Hospital. Her last entry in the nurse's log <laughs> book. Hospital. Hospital. Start that sentence again. <laughs> her, the circumstances of her disappearance are as follows. Lass, who was 25 at the time, worked um, as a nurse at the Sahara Hospital in South Lake Tahoe. Her last entry in the nurse's log book, which I don't, do they, I think they like do that digitally now. Yeah. Was at 1.50 a.m. And although her car was found parked at her apartment complex in nearby state line, she wasn't seen, af- uh, seen after leaving the Sahara, I want to keep saying desert and Zara and all these different things, but the hospital. The next day, an unknown male called her landlord and employer, stating Lass wouldn't be returning due to a family emergency. The call was a hoax, and there has been no trace of her ever since. That's fucking creepy. Very creepy. And, like, no closure for anyone she knows. What the fuck? That's terrifying. I hate it. Zodiac victim? Question mark? Question mark. Nothing really solid would connect last to the Zodiac case, other than perhaps the fact that she was living just a few blocks from the scene of Zodiac's October 11th, 1969 murder of Paul Stein in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. the cab driver, which you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So really nothing other than that necessarily connects it, except for this. A, kind of. (laughs) Um, A postcard that is supposedly from the Zodiac was received by the San Francisco Chronicle on March 22nd, 1971, with the implication that Lass um, was a murder victim. So something was sent to the police on a postcard indicating Mm -hmm. that he had killed her. However, the postcard contained no proof. As Zodiac was known for including, like, facts and stuff as, like, that he was the person who did it. Yeah. Or his signature, what what have you. Um, In 1999, so a lot of time has passed, a retired detective revealed that a former Zodiac investigator had actually admitted to forging the last postcard. Why? Because I think it was fucking fun. Just like the Golden State Killer used to be a cop. I don't know. I got some thoughts. (laughs) Um, So this postcard was mailed to Donna Lass's sister, Mary Pilker, on December 27th, 1974. So it was a Christmas card that was sent to her with the wording that said, so this is... um, I'm freaking out. This is four years after her disappearance. After her disappearance. Um, the postcard said, best wishes, St. Donna and guardian of the pines. That's it? Uh Uh-huh. And Donna was her name. Listen, Brittany says this all the time. I just got chills and I don't really get chills often, but I just got them. I can actually see that you got them. Did you? Did you? Because you got like weird for a hot (sighs) minute. It's just, I'm thinking so much right now about like 
somebody has to be so deranged and so fucked up to wait. Like, I'm going to wait four, four years, years and then I'm going to send her sister a letter Christmas. just to remind them. Like, that she's just, fucking it's gone. So, that's disgusting. That, that, that's the kind of stuff that fucks with me and freaks me out. The other stuff I'm fine with. So, I guess the question is is this connected to the Zodiac Killer? Like, because this is the only thing that's connected. Like, right. if you Google her disappearance, this is what is connected to right. it. And, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. The Zodiac sent a gazillion letters. He did send greeting cards, a Halloween greeting card, yeah. to the newspaper. And that all kind of makes sense. So, but again, with this, like, she just disappeared. And a postcard was sent. That's literally it. So... Right, so no body was found. There was, there, ne- there was no sign of a struggle. There was no blood. Like, there, there, there was no body found. Shit. So they know nothing. So how, I mean, other than the postcard, what really ties that to the Zodiac, yeah. I guess? Weird thing that I read was Donna was listed as a survivor um, in the 1973 obituary of her father, which she was missing at that point. But then she was listed as deceased in the 1982 obituary of her mother. That's sad. Maybe because they were just like, she's got to be well, dead, that's, that's, right? But that's so sad. She's a yeah. missing person. Yeah. So like, they thought she was alive then, and then ten years later. In I mean, at some point you have like that's the obituary. that's the hard part about when people disappear. At some point they have to just be like, they're you not here with dead. us anymore. And I, I think that people know. I the chills. I don't Families like that. know. Can you close that window? I don't like it. Yeah, one more second. We're going to finish this. So, something that I came across, actually, in regards (laughs) to Donna Lass, which you might know more because I didn't get into it because I was like, this is fucking weird and I didn't watch the video and I should have. But some old dude in the last few years has claimed Uh. that he he knew the Zodiac before because he spoke to him back when he was very active. So, he, he claims that he knows the Zodiac Killer. Um, and then he has had conversations with him. Um, and that after the disappearance of Donna, the killer told him clues where her body could be found and that there was like a grave. Specifically about Donna. Specifically about Donna that would indicate like where she was. And then, (coughs) so I went onto like (coughs) deep in the depths of Reddit, right? About this. And I didn't watch the video of the man, but like you can see the clip on YouTube of him going to the grave and explaining it. And everyone, everyone on the threads is like, this guy's fucking, like, no. Like, nobody, like, generally believes him, so I didn't even watch it. And so the grave's, like, marked, right? There's, like, it's very intricate, like, stone, like, da-da-da-da, like, on the ground. And then people were posting, like, um, during that time, like, YMCA camp symbols that were, like, literally exactly the same. (laughs) What the fuck? So... Again, didn't really look into it, but like a weird, fun, like that's strange thing that people I came like across. People like to get themselves involved in 100%. things. Hundred percent. He wants to unearth it, and he brain. has nothing else going on. Yeah. So yeah, this guy thinks that um, he knows the zodiac, and that she, he knows where Donna Lass is buried. But right. just well, her. Thanks. Good luck. Really? Why would the zodiac just give you that? Right. He was like, here, here you go. So all right. So I'm gonna finish with finish. There's plenty more to go, but yeah. victim wise. And episode-wise. And this, yeah, perhaps. So the last known victim or suspected victim of the Zodiac, her name is Kathleen Johns. She was 22 years old. Or, uh, yeah, at the time, she was 22 years old. She was allegedly abducted on March 22nd, 1970 on Highway 132 near the I-580 in Modesto. Hmm. 
So the next section that I'm going to read actually goes back a little bit to Sherry Jo Bates, but then it also connects into Kathleen Johns. So it will all make sense. So this abduction with Kathleen Johns takes place five months after the Stein murder. So Paul Stein, the cabbie that was shot. Kathleen is driving along the freeway and a car pulls beside her and motions for her to pull over and says that there's something wrong with her back tire. Oh my god, urban legend. Right? For no, real. get the fuck out. I'll drive the with it. The rain is coming down. I love that every time we get into a story, the rain starts coming down. I don't love that because I need away, to pee really between. bad and I'm going to need you coming back You're going to go me. tinkle? No, I'm I'll too scared. You, honey. You're I'm fine. taking a dog with me. You're fine. So this car pulls up and says that there's something wrong with her back tire and that he is willing to fix it. And she pulls over. She says, okay. This man goes back there, does whatever he does to her tire, and is like, oh, all set, whatever. He starts to drive away, and then she starts to drive away, and not much of a distance later, her back tire falls right okay. the fuck off. All the way off. Was Okay, I've watched I Survived. There's, there's like 10 seasons. Long before I Survived. Nobody knew. This is the thing. Nobody knew back then that this shit happened, because there was no internet. There was no TV shows about this. There was nothing. But do you have, like, general no. intuition? They did No, they didn't back then. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Are you closing that fucking they, window? I, I don't like they it. Didn't, they didn't, though, back then. They didn't know this stuff. Like, But even if you don't know it, do you not have, like, like this No, because this back then they feeling? literally didn't lock their doors. Five-year-olds would walk to their friend's house blocks away by themselves because everybody thought everybody was safe. That's fine, but I also still think even, like, 50 years ago if I was living, I would be paranoid. I don't think you would. I think you're wrong. Maybe. You're wrong and I'm right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, next. So, the tire falls off. I can't look at this window. You have to close it. I will. I just want you to be scared a little bit longer. Okay. Like it. He pulls off the road, right, ahead of her, comes back and is like, I'll give you a ride to the next rest stop or no! a garage or whatever. And so she gets in the car and they start to drive away and over the next hour... Of them driving together, he keeps telling her over and over that he's going to kill her and that he will throw the baby out after her. Because I forgot to mention, bitch had a baby with her. She has a baby girl. Like a full-on baby. Like you a get baby, that? baby? A baby. Like a baby baby. Like Still got to suckle on the tit. Like a baby. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's probably an important thing I should have mentioned earlier. It's okay. At least whatever. It's, it's fine. So this motherfucker is like, I'm going to throw the baby out after you what shit my bed sick fuck yes i'm a sick fuck i like to throw babies out of truck no no <laughs> okay no, moving on <laughs> you see what i did there so luckily this is this is like a good thing that happened now he happens to turn the wrong way onto a freeway he's trying to enter the freeway but it's the exit what is he new right fucking zodiac doesn't know shit idiot so he obviously has to pause, stop the car, reverse, and this is when she throws herself out of the car with her baby, runs into a nearby field, and like gets on the ground and is fucking crawling around. She's just trying to get away from this guy. He comes into the field looking for her with a flashlight, and he doesn't stop until a truck happens to go by, and you know, it's like a big transport truck, so it illuminates the area. He start, He gets a little scared. He gets in his car and he drives away. So he just leaves her. There. I would have been terrified about her because babies, are, the baby's probably hysterical. Yeah, so he would be able to follow the sound of the right. Kid. That's what I'm thinking. But oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you would. You would think that, right? 
All right, so I'm going to bounce back and forth a little bit between Sherry Jo and Kathleen Johns. I'm going to be a little bit all over the place. So okay. we're, going, we're going back to Sherry Jo right now. It will all come together in the end, I promise everybody. So a few other details about Sherry Jo, because this happened after Kathleen Johns. Um, so she went into the field. The truck comes by. It illuminates the situation. I can't. Right? And at least in the Zodiac film, she, um, there's a truck, the truck driver stops, right? And yeah. is trying to pick her up, but it's a male, so she's freaking out. And then later, a female driver stops and she's like more responsive. Okay. Right? Kathleen is more responsive to the female. She's like, Where's your baby? And she's like, Hold on. And she goes into the fucking bush to get her baby because she hid it just in case fucking Zodiac came back. What the hell? She is taken to, for questioning, right? Of course. Yeah. So she's taken by the police for questioning. She goes into the police precinct, shall we call it? Yes. She sees the composite sketch of the Zodiac on the wall and says, that is the man that tried to kill me and my baby. Without any warning, without any sort of push, without any information, she looks on the wall there's the composite sketch with the glasses yeah, that we all glasses. know is super famous. Well, and the she's sketch like, that's who did it. Looks, that's him. Again, like, we'll get into this. The sketch looks like a Unibon bar. It's fucking crazy. 100% the same sketch. Bizarre. But that's fucking nuts, and I didn't know that. So that, ladies right. and gentlemen, those are the victims. Or suspected or victims. Or suspected victims. I straight up think that they're all victims. Let us know I what you think. I believe all of them. We'd love to hear your theories. We would. The thunder is thundering. The lightning is lightninging. We're going to shit the bed. Episode two of the Zodiac will be coming. We're going to go through all of the letters. Yep. We're going to go through a little bit of the investigation, all the the suspects, suspects, a little bit of a conclusion, some fun facts, quote unquote fun. And then it's Christmas. And then it's Christmas time. Yeah. So don't be afraid to follow us on Instagram at Murder and Margs. Like us Don't on iTunes, afraid. hello, so that we can get on the Exactly Right Podcast Network. Please yes. Thank you. That's our goal in life. Um, we're going to go fill up our margaritas. We're going to close the windows so that the murderer outside can't see us Correct. in the rain. I'm sure there's no murderer standing out there in this the rain. This rain, you guys, this is... This can't It be. hasn't stopped, and it's like it hasn't. crazy. It's getting worse. I, I love scared. it. I live for this weather. It makes my fucking vagina wet. <laughs> I was going to say, it makes my dick fall off. So. Makes your dick that fall off. Makes it makes my sense. vagina wet. I love it. Okay. I think that's it. That's it. Until next time. We're going to conclude. We'll see you then. We'll see you then. Bye. Peace. Okay, dogs, someone follow me to the bathroom. You're fine. You're fine.